Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Senate confirms Jeff Pawn and Michael Regas to be director and deputy director of the Office of Personnel Management. OPM hasn't had a permanent director in over two years and hasn't had a deputy director in at least five. Pawn and Regas will be in charge of implementing OPM's new strategic plan and the president's management agenda. Federal employee groups praise both confirmations. The Homeland Security Department picks the next leader of the U.S. Coast Guard. The president nominates Vice Admiral Carl Schultz to be the next Coast Guard Commandant, a position that would earn him a fourth star. Schultz is currently the commander of the Coast Guard's Atlantic area. He's set to replace Admiral Paul Zukumpt, who will retire from the service this summer. DHS says its new personnel system for cybersecurity employees is almost ready for prime time. Secretary Kirsten Nielsen is finalizing regulations for it. DHS Chief Human Capital Officer Angela Bailey says she's briefing OPM on the system next week. The new system is expected to differ widely from the general schedule. It's designed to help DHS better recruit, hire, pay, and retain top cyber professionals. One congressman calls on the White House to be more transparent about cyber vulnerabilities. More than two months after releasing a policy to better govern the interagency vulnerabilities equities process, Congressman Ted Lieu asked the White House for more details. The California Democrat writes a letter to Rob Joyce, the White House's cybersecurity coordinator, asking if the administration plans on submitting an annual report to Congress. The report would provide metrics about the vulnerabilities equities process and its outcomes. The VEP attempts to balance whether to disclose computer vulnerabilities to the vendor or keep them a secret to be used for national security purposes. I'm Jason Miller. President Trump intends to nominate Dennis Kirk as the third and final member to the Merit Systems Protection Board. Kirk previously served as special counsel for the Department of the Army. MSPB would have a full quorum if the Senate confirms Kirk, something it's been without for more than a year. Most agencies are planning to get smaller. The Government Accountability Office reports 24 agencies plan to consolidate their office space in the coming years. USDA plans to consolidate five agencies into two office buildings. 17 agencies claim they reduced office space in 2016, but only nine of those actually met or exceeded their goals. GAO first put underused federal real estate on its high-risk list in 2003. Veterans Affairs Secretary David Shulkin says he's reorganizing the VA central office and VA networks across the country. The latest Inspector General report on VA's systematic failures to address problems at the Washington, D.C. VA Medical Center is prompting broader changes. Shulkin says a reorg plan for the central office is due May 1st. He's also convening a team to reorganize the Veterans Integrated Services Networks, or VISNs, by July 1st. Shulkin says the same systematic failures at the D.C. VA are happening at the agency's facilities across the country. Very few Marines will have to leave the service under the Defense Department's new non-deployable policy. Assistant Commandant of the Marine Corps General Glenn Walters says the number of Marines that are non-deployable is less than half of a percent. The new policy requires the military to lay off troops who have been medically non-deployable for a year or more. The Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program doesn't cover the cost of a cheap meal. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. That's according to an analysis by the Urban Institute. Researcher Elaine Waxman looked at whether the maximum SNAP benefit will cover food costs for those with zero income. The verdict? No. Waxman says the average low-income meal costs $2.36, but the maximum SNAP benefit per meal is less than $2. The program cost a total of $64 billion last year. I'm Tom Temin. 
FOIA.gov users can now submit a Freedom of Information Act request to any agency through the site's national FOIA portal. The Justice Department's Office of Information Policy will spend $1.8 million standing up and maintaining the portal. 17 agencies have agreed to help fund the site after this year. The federal government got over 800,000 FOIA requests in fiscal 2017, nearly a 50% increase from 2010. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.